Hi again, not Elon Musk. How are you? Hey Rob, how you doing? We have uh, not Elon Musk again here on the Vision Master podcast. I'm Robert Stephen Kramars, founder of Intelliversity, co-founder of Intelliversity, and uh, we're proud to and actually going to have some fun today in um, interviewing not Elon Musk on the subject of on the subject of the women of not Elon Musk. And uh, it's going to really be uh, uh, interesting, but this is not going to be a Hollywood um, gossip column podcast. We're really going to bring this right back to business. Perfect. Yeah, because I know you don't like to talk about your personal life very much, do you, not Elon? I do not, not. (laughs) (laughs) So if I ask you some personal questions, will you answer them? Well, I'll tell you to piss off if I think you've gone too far. All right. All right. right. I expect that. Okay. The women, there's kind of two, well, actually three categories of, no, I'm going to make that four categories of women in the life of you, of not Elon. Okay. One, there's your mother, May. Right. uh, Who I always want to say May West, but I know it's May, um, May Musk. Um, There's May, there's the, your wives, uh, uh, Tallulah and Justine with whom you had five kids. There's your uh, current um, relationship with, uh, with Grimes. Five, but that's all right. What's that? Lost track. I think you lost track of a couple of kids, but that's okay. Oh yeah. Well, you have five living kids with them. And then, and then the women in your business life, which is really where really, I want to go with this, which are um, women like Gwen Shotwell and um, uh, Robin Denholm. And, and, a, and a number of others that presently, uh, I'm not familiar with their names, but I know you work with them. But focusing on uh, Gwyn and, um, and Robin Denholm. So there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a kind of a family similarity or uh, it's, it's a family uh, resemblance between all these women, not in the physical looks, but in the way they are with you. What would you, what would you say that is? With, starting with your mom and all the, the women you work with and the women you've married? My mother was a very strong woman. She was uh, not just strong uh, emotionally, but she was you know, intellectually, and she still is, intellectually uh, very powerful. So I grew up in the presence of accomplished women. Uh, my mother believed in me when others did not and that's a certainly you know without becoming too much of a psychoid freak i mean you know we tend to try to find women that look like our mothers or they are the exact opposite it's it's kind of one of those one of those things and so i've always found that all the women in my life were uh intellectually powerful and very talented people in their own right so uh, I think that, that that would be a common landscape for all of them. All right. And and what did what does that enable them to give you that that um, that's so valuable to you? What's interesting is you know I think I touched a little bit about you know that belief. Um, all the women in my life believe in me, even when 
those rare instances <laughs> I don't believe in myself, like in the very dark years. So I, I found that those women make me a better man uh, and make me a better Elon. So I think that in the presence of that kind of person, I'm bet I'm, I'm better off and uh, much more productive as a part of, as a, as a benefit of that. So, um, would would it be accurate to say, and we're going to f- look into this more closely when it comes to uh, the women you work with, but that they it's one plus one equals three. Absolutely, I don't I don't so, know so, any other any other way to say it. Uh, I'm better off as a result of being around those people than I would be on my own, left to my own devices. So that's um, this one plus one plus one. So the three ones make three. So um, you're the first one. One plus one is the talent and ability of the woman in your life. And the third one would be the fact that they make you into a better Elon. Yes. That's how you get three out of the two ones. And also, if you think about the mission and possible management style, you know, I give them an impossible mission and often when they come back, they come back with something better. So that's another part of that. That Maybe that's a one plus one equals four. Could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are doing extraordinary things. We get that to a 10 and I think we're going to be right where we need. Yeah, maybe to be. we're already at one plus one equals 10. We haven't even defined the other. We'll let the right. listeners come up with, uh, with uh, the other six ones. But um, right. Certainly uh, one plus one equals three because they make you a better Elon plus they bring their own skills and magic into the, into the relationship, right? So your mother was the first example of that? I would, I would have to say so. Yeah. And then how, uh, then, you, then you met, um, a little later you met Justine, uh, Justine right. Wilson, who's the mother of five of your kids. There was also a, uh, a child that was um, lost along the way. Yeah. Right. Terrible. Um, but anyway, she's the mother of your five kids. And then you, um, but that didn't really work out that well, that marriage. What was, um, what are you going to tell us about what went wrong there? Nothing. <laughs> you know, uh, it, you mean no, nothing went wrong. You're not going to tell me anything. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I don't need, I, look, that's just not my stick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Mm-hmm. She's the mother of my children. You know, we have a relationship. I'm not gonna interfere with it in any way. Uh, and right. you know, I, I promise you, there's no business lessons there. Okay. <laughs> well, but she. Well, well, the interesting thing was that she's a novelist, right? And you're a technologist, right? And a business leader. And you both went off at the very beginning of your relationship to in your professions, right? Absolutely. Uh, and um, she claims that. It was just not, um, you didn't have enough time for her. That's any truth to that? Absolutely. I mean, we were building a lot, of, you know, we were building PayPal, we were building all kinds of things at those times. So she's probably right. Mm-hmm. What and else you, you got? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, then you um, but you got the five kids. So that's, and they're the love of your life, right? Right. That's what you say. Right. What's that like for you? 
I love my kids. I mean, it, it's, I think it's when I'm the happiest when I'm around them and, you know, and, and to have a, a new baby as well as those five, uh, that's pretty wonderful. So then you married uh, Tallulah Riley and there's no kids there, actress. Right. Um, and um, your first wife says that, that she thinks that uh, Justine says that Tallulah is probably better matched to you than she was. Why do you think that is? Oh, I don't know. She's probably better able to understand my, my drive and my schedule, uh, having, you know, one of her own. She's a talented actress in her own right. So she's probably uh, understands what it's like to be very busy. So there's a, there's, a, there's a degree of acceptance there from Tallulah that just you're who, who you are and you're not going to try to change you. Uh, I'm cooked. I mean, I, I, I am Elon Musk, uh, you know, and I think uh, nobody's really going to be successful in changing me. Right. And that's what we get from all of the... We get that message from your mom, from Justine, from actually even her, Tallulah, uh, from and from the women you work with that um, in order to make you a better Elon Musk, they've got to begin by accepting your jerkhood. Right? Amen, brother. <laughs> I've been knighted. I'm, an, I'm a knighted jerk. <laughs> Sir jerk? Sir jerk. Sir Elon jerk? Sir Elon jerk. Yeah. First. So why, why do you... Uh, I guess that's a stupid question, but why are you a jerk? I, you know, I, I think if you're as committed to the things that I'm personally committed to, uh, it takes an extreme amount of focus, dedication, and time. And I, I think if, if I were to be distracted by a million little things in a day, I wouldn't be able to do those things. So sometimes when you say no to people, they take it personally, or they uh, they don't understand that you just don't have the bandwidth for their silly little thing, <laughs> you know. And well, so I, that comes across as being a jerk. Yeah, it does because you, you, the very fact that you say is they're silly little things. Right. So you, you, one would not uh, describe you as high on emotional intelligence, right? I, well, I think you know I you're. I don't know if emotional intelligence, but I'm not, I'm not high on, look, I'm trying to save the planet, it, right? And, and I don't really care that you don't like the shade of pink that those flowers are. I mean, it, it sounds, it, you know, and so I understand that I'm not the perfect person to hang out with when I'm in one of my very, very frequent modes of which is most right getting stuff done which is most of the time right but you're not you're also not very diplomatic about it but you don't give a shit whether you're diplomatic about it or not that's just who you are well right? so that's time. it takes time and mental energy to be diplomatic that right. i rather spend on other things yeah i got it so that that that's why that would come up as a um as an element of your jerkhood but um so now we turn now we turn to the, the women at work and the two that i want to Highlight our Gwyn Shotwell at SpaceX, and um, and now we have Robin Denholm, 
who technically is your superior over at, at Tesla. But on the other hand, you're the majority stockholder, so everybody is, you know, no one is your superior, really. Right. And we don't really know much about Robin's personality, but I, I think it's um, one thing we can be sure of is that she, like, um, like Gwen, are execution masters. Correct. To your vision master. Correct. And there's a, there's a, there's a relationship between that and your, your mom and your ex-wives in that in order to function as your execution master, they've got to pretty much on the one hand accept you and actually, um, what do you like to say? Build you up? Um, believe. Uh, believe in you. Believe in you. Yes. 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 It's, it's very much a symbiotic relationship, which is, I think, what you're getting at when you say one plus one equals three. Both of those women are very, very talented women who have great capacity, great skill and intellect. So they come with a respect on my part where I actually truly can value their input. So it's their, it's their excellence, independent professional excellence. And uh, that makes it possible for you to, to um, believe that they do believe in you. That is right. Otherwise I would think they were pandering. Right, right, right. They're not so, pandering, right, right. You know, so it, if you think about it, that's a, that's a very tricky relationship. And, uh, but it's one that I'm very glad I have. Because I, don't, I couldn't do what I do without those two women in those two positions. So one thing that makes them uh, useful to you and powerful is that you, you are clearly a disruptor, disruptive type personality. Guilty as charged. What's that? Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. And you like the spotlight. You like the limelight. No question about that. Right. And, and um, whereas they while carrying out your vision, don't seek the spotlight. And they act as more of a, a stabilizer, whereas you're rocking the boat all the time. They view their job as stabilizing the boat. Right. There's some tension there, obviously, like stop rocking. And you go, I'm rocking. And they go, okay, well then I'm gonna stabilize. And it seems to work pretty well, but you have to pick, pick well. Uh, and um, of course they're, carry out the vision, they're integrators, they are um, better at managing people. So talk to me for a moment about um, how they help you manage your organization. What can you say about that? Well, if you, and I'm gonna step on some dangerous territory here, but you know, in general, you know, I would say that women are better at relationships than men are. Mm -hmm. uh, business is a lot about relationships. It's maybe all about, about relationships, but uh, women are better at relationships than men. And uh, she's certainly at re better at relationships than I am. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I'm able to rely on her to make sure that uh, they do that. Women are also more detailed or detail oriented. Uh, so, you know, I think there are differences between men and women, 
thank God. There's a few I'm very, very, very uh, supportive of. But it's it, it's those differences that make may make women better execution masters than men. I, I, I got to say this. Look, I, I've been an advocate of diversity on management teams for long, for many years. So I can't disagree with you fully. Fully agree with you. I just want to add to this that it's you're talking about generalities here. That there are some women who are not good execution masters. Some men that are great execution masters, some women are better at being vision masters. We're just talking about averages here, the generalities, right? right? Well, it's funny. I get a kick out of everybody that talks about diversity because, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I embrace diversity, but, that, but it's the diversity that I embrace. In other words, if everybody's the same, then you can't have diversity. So by very by its very nature it's the differences between myself and others that create the diversity so you can't bring on people that are exactly like you all the time or you won't have any diversity and then you've been you, you've been really good at that i've noticed we're not talking here about diversity strictly by like um gender diversity or racial diversity or age diversity alone what you're looking for and what I seek is diversity of how you work, how they work, how they think, how they lead, how they manage. You need diversity in all those areas, uh, which is best accomplished by bringing in diversity of, of um, races and genders. But you could just as easily have a team of, all, of um, men and women that are all acting like vision masters, that still wouldn't work. Would not work. So it's the diversity in style and, and thinking style and method and, and preferences, life preferences that you really want to seek, we, I take it. I mean, we, yeah, you, we label, you label, I mean, vision master, execution master, but what you're really describing is two very different methods of business. So that's, that's diversity right there whether that person's black, pink, or yellow. Yeah, that's, we totally agree there. Um, Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg and Mark Zuckerberg are the archetype of that. Yes. They share a vision, completely different styles. He likes the spotlight. She, he likes to disrupt. She likes to, to stabilize and make things work. Um, and um, Very well for themselves. Yeah. So, all right, awesome. Now the, the question is um, that we have here is um, uh, does this, we've made a dis dis distinction between someone supporting you and someone believing in you. And I uh, just like, like you to elaborate on that a little bit because you're, you're not looking for a, a, a sycophant, someone who's just a yes, yes person. Right. Absolutely not. Right, I right. mean, supporting, I, you know, there's something just I don't like about the term supporting because uh, that implies they're going to support me right or wrong. And uh, but believing is much more empowering or powerful because they believe that I'm going to come up with the right solutions. And that's very, very different. So, I, I mean, it's as fundamental as the definition of the two terms. 
I think we've, um, we've come to a conclusion here that um, a vision master, a disruptor like you is optimally paired with a uh, execution master who believes in you and who provides diversity of style, management skills, and interpersonal skills that you lack and who uh, doesn't compete with you for the spotlight, but, uh, but actually uh, can actually further your vision beyond what you even expected to be able to do. Yeah, it, it, it's important for people to understand that an execution master doesn't just execute everything that the vision master says. They're, uh -huh. they're, it, they add a great deal. They add a great deal. They add a great deal, and it's that great deal that, that makes the difference for us. I remember hearing that about Gwen once that she, um, if you, uh, it, figuratively here, if you uh, ask her to get you to the moon, she'll get you to Mars. Amen, brother. Right. All right. Well, this is um, awesome. I'd, I'd love to talk to our Vision Master listeners and watchers further about this subject. So feel free to, um, to uh, make an appointment with me. The, this whole subject is detailed in, at great length and in the in my book born to star where you are featured elon as well as some of the others like bill gates and steve jobs uh, born to star can be found on the intelliversity.org website and i invite you to go and download that as well and you, you've read, read it you love it right i yes, love right? it i read it and you're not getting <laughs> back, like i said before thank you thank you for your time not elon so this is your Vision Master podcast brought to you by Robert Stephen Kramars as host for Intelliversity. And we will be seeing you next week with um, uh, a new knot. And I think we're doing next week, not Steve Jobs, but um, I've got to see who's on the schedule. Looking forward to um, talking to you further, not Elon. All right. Take care, Rob. Take care.